welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. This is Light, the light-fingered thief. I am Logar the Barbarian, and I'm ready to roll. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll. So this episode is a continuation of our adventure random dungeon creation. So if you haven't listened to some of the earlier episodes of our random road dungeon creation, you know, please check out our blog for, I believe this is number four, is it correct, Logar, in our series of uh, random rolling? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I didn't keep a number on them. We'll have to, we'll, we might have to number them so it's easier to find the order they go in and make sure people can find all that. And it might mean to just post a blog post on Wobblies and Wizards saying link here for the first episode, et cetera, et cetera. We'll see. So I'm, I feel that the dungeon was a little bit uh, sparse. There wasn't a lot going on in it. So like, let's, let's put something in there. The one that we've been working on, we need a little more things to spice it up. We started writing it out and we started drawing up the actual dungeon layout it was like yeah there needs to be a few more things for here to mess with <laughs> we had put in some like what some dead bodies maybe oh yes that's a great idea adventurers love encountering some dead bodies you know what that um that gm's miscellany dungeon dressing a system neutral resource from oh, raging, raging swan, swan. press <laughs> <laughs> look at here they have a table of corpses characteristics oh. and appearances because this could get pretty gruesome it's gruesome and deadly and horrifying <laughs> <laughs> so we want to figure out we have a cadaver is it going to be uh, fresh bloated actively decaying dried out preserved or is it going to come back as the undead? Hmm. Oh, I hope it doesn't come back to haunt us. I this, hope not. So who wants to do the roll and see what we get on this chart? This is well, on... How many, how, many, how many bodies do we want to have in here? Um, Two? Three? I don't know how many. We, we should roll on that somehow. Okay, you want, you want, why don't I roll 1d4 and then we'll see how many bodies we got. How's that? Bodies, bodies. Yeah, oh, whoa. Be. I want four bodies. Oh, they might be scattered about, and they, they could be scattered be the about same, same place. Yeah. We, we might have to roll for each different body. <laughs> well, that means we each get to roll twice. So, why don't you start with body number one? Body number one, I've got a 37. 37. It, it's gross. It's bloated. It's Five gross. to 14 days. Causes of death determination is very easy, and the stench radius is five feet. Yep. It, not too much intimidation yet, but. It is going to be gross. So it's a bloated body. It's accumulating gases from all the internal microbial activity. Skin's tight and marbled appearances. Might be covered in blisters. Ugh. Oh, man, I haven't uh, eaten yet. Well, you may not want to eat after this one. So liquefied tissues are forced under pressure to escape from the nose, mouth, and anus. Oh, do we have to read that on the show? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and roll for corpse number two. How's that? Corpse number two. I rolled a 88, which means it's dried out remains. Dried remains gives you three to 12 months. Cause of death to determine is difficult. Yep. The stench radius, it doesn't really stink. It doesn't smell anymore. A zero foot. It's, it's all but, kind of. But it could be a little bit intimidating because it's, uh, you know. All right. I'm going to roll one more dead body. I've got a 43. Actively decaying. Actively the two to four weeks. Cause of determination is medium. Stench radius is 10 feet. 
And it's probably full of uh, maggots and other gross carrion. So we're going to have to find different places in this dungeon to lave these bodies. You might have to roll up some random treasure for them with some random classes. They might yeah. be dead adventurers. And they might not even be adventurers. Maybe they're monsters or something else. We'll see. We'll One see. More. I wrote a 53, which is also actively decaying. So we might have two bodies that were that died at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I think the two active decay ones should be together. The bloated body should be on its own. And then the more dried up one should probably be on its own. And we'll determine as we're putting this together where those bodies go in the dungeon. I'll probably revisit what we've what we've already have and, and add to that. And hey, they're a good opportunity to add treasure. But we also want to talk about maybe rolling to see what killed them. Ooh, cause of death. <laughs> so we need to determine four causes of death. So luckily we have a determined cause of death table. All right. I'm gonna you want roll. to roll for the first body? I got a 100, 000, 000, 000. Oh, you got to roll twice. The corpse exhibits two different causes of death. Oh, no. Get a roll twice on this one. Um, And let's say that, well, we'll see which one it is. I got a 64. 64 looks like it was drained energy drain and 34 uh it got hit by acid energy drain and acid so what in this dungeon will hit you with acid and an energy drain both this well is this is gonna be like a 10th level dungeon by the time i know i was like we're gonna have like some vampires as well as maybe a torture acid pit or we'll see what comes out of this a, a monster that could spit acid i mean uh, this could be pretty deadly the the energy drain could be really good for the bloated body because it wouldn't like leave i don't imagine it leaving marred or anything like that the body could blow it out we'll figure it out yep all right i'll go roll for how did corpse number two die I wrote a zero eight. It was bludgeoned to death. Oh, that's easy. That's good. That's good. <laughs> was corpse number two the dried out? Uh, corpse number two was, was active decay. Active decay, I believe. So both of those, I'm going to say, are probably bludgeoned. So whatever bludgeoned them is going to be, and that could be a lot of things that bludgeoned them. Monsters, other adventures, who knows? We'll figure All right. that out. Corpse number three. All right. I've got a 98. I'm rolling high today. Starvation? Would that be an active one of the active decay bodies, perhaps? Yeah, that, that would well, I'm assuming the active decays are both the same thing. Uh, I think that should be the last one, the third one that the, we haven't touched type. Um, because there's a protocolus that's open and I kind of threw a goblin or something in there. It might be better if we throw the starvation. Whoever's in there is starved to death. Okay. That should be probably the corpse in there because there's a protocol that's used almost like a prison in this dungeon. And right. that would work perfect for it, I think. All right. So we have one more body and I'll roll that one. I rolled a 80, 80, 82, got poisoned. Not sure how we would determine that, but. <laughs> All right. We're going to, let's look at uh, pits. We wanted to look at pits today before we. Before we uh, quit this episode, if possible, and that's on, well, I've got on 142. I think your book's a little bit different. Yeah, the Pathfinder one. So we're on the pit's characteristics and appearances. I don't know where this pit's going to go in the dungeon yet, but it doesn't have a pit yet, and I feel that we should have a pit. <laughs> now, this is going to be a hidden surprise pit, right? Uh, well, we'll see what this says about the pit first. It might. Oh, okay. I, I'm assuming it's a hidden surprise pit because most pits are like, boom, there's a pit. 
Right. And we right. haven't picked a place for it yet, but let's see what this tells us about the pit. Okay. So this is uh, Pitt's characteristics. The first thing it gives you is they got a jot little part on wall conditions. Wall conditions. On the table. Yeah. That's more just telling you the easiness and stuff of climbing. So we're going to move to the D percentile. You want to roll on that percentile table? All see right. What pit we get. All right. I will roll a D100 and see what the pit we get. So I rode a 45. Okay. Let me find 45. The floor is made of a different colored cobblestone. Simple geometric patterns. Laid out in simple geometric patterns. Uh-huh. Now there's pitch dressings and features. All right. You want to roll D100 on that one? Rolling, rolling, rolling. Rolling. Let's see what's at the bottom of the pit. 13. Oh. Oh. It's oh. gross. It's greenish slime. Moist slime covers the wall within the floor. The pit's floor and walls are covered in greenish moist slime. Hmm. Uh, maybe a dragon blew his nose down the pit. Delicious. Yummy. <laughs> One thing we talked about doing on in the Osric book is throwing a trap in here as well. Now, where these pits and traps are going is going to be a mystery to everyone until we figure it out <laughs> at the end of this and plugged them into the dungeon. But the trap generation, we figured we'd roll on that on the Osric book. If you guys don't have the Osric book, I think you can get it for free PDF online. It's a great resource. It really spells out the original AD&D game and gives you some great charts for rolling random adventures, random dungeons and stuff like that. I strongly suggest using the Osric book. You can get a lot from it. So, all right. You want to you roll D100 on the random trap? Here we go. I've got a 15. One five. Oh, there's ceiling a ceiling block. block. A ceiling in block. One of players. So we got a ceiling block coming down. That's going to drop in front of the players somehow. We might want to flesh this trap out a little more, you know, putting a trigger plate and stuff like that in it. And hey, what if it's somehow adjacent to the pit so that as you try to jump out of the way, it cuts you off <laughs> the pit or something? Well, <laughs> I think that would be funny because, you know, you, your party could be walking down the hall and all of a sudden the first two members of the party vanishes into the pit. And then all of a sudden a wall comes down, blocking the rest of the party from getting to the, into the it pit. Could, it could either block them or if you're going the opposite way and come down and smush them. Well, as you try to jump over it, then it comes down. So we got a little bit of stuff we can toy with this. I think we're going to have to toy with this trap and make it I mean, more interesting. I'm like thinking that we got to be able to do parkour. You know, you got you to gotta, you jump over the pit and then dodge the ceiling that's going to come down and smack you in the face as you're jumping over it. <laughs> what triggers the brick to fall? Is it magic? Is it a ma I, I think it should be a mechanism. I'm not a magic fan of the traps. No, you know, we, we, we can do some, some type of Indiana Jones type of, you know, when you cross the light. It triggers, you know, the trap or something like that. <laughs> no doubt. We have a few more like charts in here that go over things like, well, I'm trying to look here. Um, the attributes of the dungeons, dungeon rant. So, uh, poop. The uh, attributes are more for. Yeah, I don't think that's what we're looking for. for no, that's not. Yeah, because I was like, that's a that's a weird trap. Um, 
I would like to like I like to look at the stuff they put when it comes to traps. One of my favorite books to look at is that Grim's Tooth Traps. I got that big compiled one from Goodman's Games. It's yep. a huge, massive tome. It's nice, but they have some really good ideas. They do, here's the thing about a good trap. I mean, those traps in there, there's no mechanics. It's not, I don't like it when it's roll a DC to survive the trap. I like it when we're describing what's going on and you're messing around with it and trial and error type traps so i'm definitely gonna try to make this trap more like that and depending on what system you're using like the dc thing is only kind of a third edition later it's not earlier systems right you know i mean you can do like some type of um, observation check or search check to see if you find like you said the trigger or the release or you can describe and see how the players can be creative in finding the uh way to escape let's say now we're gonna we have a few rooms that we haven't added to this dungeon that need to be added. I don't know if we're gonna do that next week or not, but we'll look at that. And we have a few, um, yeah, we have a, another one that we're looking to do, which is the actual prison library, which I think is is what we need to focus on next. So I think from here we need to look at starting. Uh, we'll, we'll flesh out and finish up this. Now we know I want to have this connecting to the other dungeon at some point in time so the larger room is going to have to go in depth probably into more cave type stuff yep. from where it's at it'll be underground connection uh, so we'll do the underground connection we'll work that out i don't know how many of those points we'll do as random roll in the show or how many we're just going to go back and forth and whatnot but then i think what we really need to focus on next is starting with the crystallized prison library and doing some rolls kinds of things that we're going to look at in there i'm not 100 percent sure yet i guess guess we'll find out should that be next week's yeah we can talk that next week i mean that might be a two-parter because the prison dungeon yeah. library is going to be pretty complicated in terms of rooms encounters traps and treasures right so and there's an outdoor area too so in the map i've drawn you got the prison library in one place and you have like a open field area that's supposed to be sacred and you have a mausoleum back there and all these other things so i think maybe even looking at some of the random things that may live in the woods back there or out in the wilderness because the prison library is pretty heavily fortified. It's supposed to be rolled, and I've I've drawn it up that way. So there's an outer wall before you get to it, like like a prison would have. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But it's not a prison anymore. It is a library, a library held by a religious order, and I think we now know that we have multiple factions in that religious order. So correct. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at Logar Hail Crom. And we have a Patreon. Any support you can give us, we'd really appreciate. And keep those dice rolling. Yeah, you wrote some interesting adventures. <laughs>